Kate's Journal. I haven't had the will to sit down and write something for you guys in a while. And that's my bad. But there's been a lot of things happening in my mind lately. And I wish I could sit here and write it all down for you. But it's so much, I don't even know where to start. But I think it's because I've been hit with so many new things. You know, I started school again, and that alone is so much that I can talk about. It just feels like a bunch of new beginnings. And that's scary. It's a lot of change, a lot of new people, a lot of new ideas. I walk the hallways differently, I walk around differently, I'm way more independent, and it, it's different. It's a lot of change. And I didn't know if I'd be able to record and go into school. I was scared, because somehow in the back of my mind, I was a bit worried about what people would say. Like, imagine somebody listening to my podcast and seeing me in English class the next day. I think that's pretty funny. But, eventually, eventually, I eventually, if I can speak, that would be great. (laughs) Eventually, I came to the realization that it didn't matter. Because so much had changed in my mind that I just want to share that with you guys. And if anything, that should encourage me to talk even more. And talk about everything going on in my life even more. (laughs) On this podcast, I talk about peace a lot and I talk about joy and I talk about all of the things that I've experienced but I wish that I could somehow just like plug you into my brain so you truly understand how much of it I feel I mean words will never be able to express how much joy is in my heart right now and that's absolutely insane for me to say and I'm gonna tell you why and how it's possible for you to find that too I used to think that joy came from getting my life together You know, if I had all the grades, and if I was walking to school around with so many friends, and like, that's what I thought joy would come from. My joy became dependent on my situations and the people around me. And by that I mean, I knew God could give me joy. I knew that it existed. But subconsciously, I was waiting for him to fix my life in order to feel that. It didn't mean that I believed in him any less. I just had this perspective that meant I would be happy when God answered my prayer, or if God did this, or I would be happy when I did this, or when he removed this, or this changed. And I mean, what does that even mean? (laughs) I'll try to explain it to you. Think about it this way. I would pray and I would thank God for his joy, but I would be waiting for it. My prayers would sound like, thank you God, because you provide me with joy that I know is possible and is real. But I pray that tomorrow I get a good grade on that test and I know that I'll be happy after that. That was wrong of me. Obviously, I dumbed that down a lot. My feelings were not exactly about school tests. They were obviously way deeper and complex, but I'm sure a lot of you understand that feeling. I don't need to sit here and explain to you what your problems are. You already know. But I want to emphasize the idea that I knew joy existed and I knew it was real and I was content in knowing that I would have it one day because it was possible, but I didn't realize that joy wasn't dependent on my surroundings. Joy wasn't an outcome. It's a lifestyle. 
It wasn't dependent on the people around me or the friendships that I thought was worth fighting for. It wasn't dependent on me picking myself up off the ground and accomplishing all of these amazing things and going for things that I knew were possible. It wasn't about that. It wasn't until I began to shift my perspective on the way that I viewed life that I began to experience joy, even in sadness. Whoa. Okay, what does that mean? That was a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna talk a bit about things that have happened in my life lately. Everyone is scared of change. I mean, I was scared of change for so long, and I had to come to the realization that it was, it was inevitable. However, I began to look ways to cope with change and recently i had been confronted with this new experience and new people in my life that i wasn't sure about everything in me was confused and i began to pray for clarity and every prayer i began to get more and more confused despite praying for clarity so obviously i got frustrated i began to ask myself why i was praying for answers when all i got were more questions and i asked god if this was something that was right for my life I asked him if this is something that I should go for, something that made sense. But as I kept asking questions, I just kept getting more and more confused. There was a reason that I was being confused, but I didn't know that in the moment. As I asked God if this was something that was right for my life, I asked more and more questions, and I got discouraged. But in prayer, something was revealed to me that changed my life forever. There was a reason I was confused. In my asking for clarity, the fact that I was confused was the clarity. What I was praying for wasn't something that should have been confusing. It should have been a direct yes if it was meant for me, and I would have been led to it if it was meant to me. Meant for me, sorry. So God was answering my prayer in the sense that because I was confused, that confusion was the no. It wasn't an immediate yes. I was praying for peace, and that meant if it was meant for me, God would allow it to fall into place peacefully. But when it didn't fall into place, that was the answer to my prayer. And whether or not I wanted to hear that was up to me. Kate, why are you talking about this? Don't worry, guys. Stick with me. Don't click off yet. I'm getting somewhere, I promise. Oftentimes in life, we fall into circumstances that are beyond our control, like change. Our world falls apart, and our biggest enemy is our mind. It works against us in every single way possible to confuse us, to take us away from everything that we believe and that peace that we pray for. We become so focused on everything that is going wrong, all our mind does is fixate on those things, keeping us trapped. It fixates on anxiety. It feeds on anxiety. All you can do is think about everything in your life that is wrong and the way that you perceive yourself is wrong. I know so many of you feel that way. I know you feel alone and I know that you don't feel safe. I know you feel overwhelmed and I know that it's easy to feel so broken. I know what that feels like and I've been you. I still am you. I just want to make it clear that you aren't alone in feeling that way. I'm gonna challenge you. Y'all ready for the challenge? <laughs> Take a moment right now and think about everything in your life that is making you feel that way. No, I'm so serious. Like, that was, I'm do it right now. Like, think about everything in your life that is knocking you down. Something came to your mind. 
someone came to your mind. A situation came to your mind. There is something in your life that is knocking you down right now. What is it? Now, I'm going to ask you this. Is everything you're feeling circumstantial? Is that a situation that is surrounding you? Is it the way other people view you, the things that are around you? Oftentimes, our biggest problems are things that we cannot even control. Things that have happened outside of our mind and things that we are met with externally. Whatever you are facing is external. It is something outside of your body that is affecting you. But this is where the fight begins. How do you battle that internally? Our job is to constantly fight that with everything that we know is true. What's true? By changing the way we think about our circumstances, they will no longer hold power over us. You feel alone? Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power, Ephesians 6.10. You feel hurt? Through your faith, God is protecting you by His heat, 1 Peter 1.5. One, <laughs> one verse five. You feel weak? I am He who will sustain you. He says in Isaiah 46, 4, you feel like the world is against you. He will remove all insults and mockery of his people, Isaiah 25, 8. Now I told you to think about all of the things in your life going wrong. Do it again. Now I challenge you to think of a time where something went wrong in your life and you didn't make it through it. Think of a time in your life where you hit the floor and didn't get back up. Think of a time where you gave up. Think of a time where God failed you. There isn't one. Because he is beyond the things that are facing you in your circumstances and are facing you externally. He gives us this internal power and it is our job to take our lives back, take our thoughts back and take our minds back. That is the joy that you feel even in your sadness. Do not let your emotions dictate your intelligence and your intelligence is that you have someone in your mind that reminds you of your worth constantly. You glow differently. You think differently. Your perspective on life changes when you realize that joy is within your reach. Fight for your life back. I learned that joy is possible even when I'm sad. It's possible even in my anxiety. And if you ask for that joy, it'll be revealed to you. Even when things go wrong and the world feels so heavy, the fact that you are still standing is a miracle. And that alone is so much to be joyful about. So my challenge to you is to fight. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fight. Fight for your life back. I believe in you. So does God. Fight.